0: And energy security worry is driving a lot of the thoughts now about, oh, we need more drilling of gas. We need more drilling of this. We need to go back to coal. No, we don't.
1: Republicans seek to take control of the House of Representatives.
0: Republicans are going to retake both the House and Senate.
1: A liberal MSNBC hosts warning Democrats about the potential for a red wave.
2: Do we have any sort of canary in the coal mine type indications of where we may be headed on that front?
0: Fox News is calling the Virginia governor's race. Republican Glenn Youngkin.
2: You
3: and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this the last best-
4: Welcome back to the Ruthless Variety program. I am Michael Duncan here with Comfortably Smug. Uh, we do not have uh, John Ashbrook and we do not have Josh Holmes today.
1: Yeah, they're out in Nevada. Uh, yeah. uh, Calvary was helping out with Adam Laxalt's race out there. Successful. That's
4: right. Big primary race win. Out- out there. Guy killed it. I think he won by like 22, 23 points.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean was, they're still counting. You know how they do it out West. It was a big win. Full disclosure, I did not work at all in that race. Uh I just met the guy the first time a, a couple years back at the Trump rally that they had in Las Vegas. And I thought he was just like a normal dude. We just had a great time hanging out at the rally. And afterwards, uh, my buddy there was like, oh, that's Adam Laxalt. The guy's like, what, the attorney general or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the attorney
4: general. Yeah. <laughs> I was like,
1: I thought he was just a bro. Hey, he's, you know. he's a good bro. Nice guy. And hope- good win. And hopefully a senator
4: after November. Oh, he's going to be a senator. Absolutely. Um, so uh, it's going to be a little bit different uh, flavor of program today without Holmes and Ashbrook. Uh, but we have Hollywood Hen here.
0: Yes. So glad to be back. It's been a really long time.
1: And there's <laughs> like a whole a lot of news to catch.
4: There on. is so uh,
0: there's so many stories we're gonna chat about later.
1: I heard
4: a little preview. It's gonna be a lot of good stuff. You got to stick around for that. And
0: I might be bringing on somebody's uh, somebody special. Oh, a my teaser! Segment. Yeah, a little teaser. I, so stay tuned. I
4: love getting a little teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of teasers, up top uh, that was John Kerry. <laughs> Uh, talking about how we don't need to drill, we don't need oil and gas and coal anymore. Yeah, sort of a different, uh, a different sentiment out of the White House today. Smug on uh, on oil and gas.
1: I really have to say, it is lately, of course, for for the past year and a half, I've been you know angry every time I'm watching the news, but it's really kicked it up to ten lately, where. The fundamentals of economics are being completely ignored by this White House, where you had Joe Biden give this speech at the AFL CIO, where he's like, "Inflation, here's how we fix it: we just got to raise taxes, folks." Right? And it's like that has <laughs> that has like nothing to do with this. And then John Kerry's out here like, "Gas is expensive. We don't need more gas." Right? How does this make any sense? Yeah. Like the, 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 the they're like, "What we need to do is 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 tax." the gas companies like the gas companies are gonna be like oh you got us guys
4: and, and, and now Biden's out with this new letter and we'll cover this a little bit later in the program but he's got this new letter out there the oil companies being like I demand you you pump more oil like like they're allergic to making money Yeah, like they're, 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 they don't want to be just hard. making money it's like
0: how long do you have to suffer for people's stupidity <laughs> like people are actually suffering right. I mean it's no joke but, how much people are paying to live
1: and that's the thing is Tucker brought this up the other night and it was it was you had a tremendous segment. Uh, the median income of the United States right now is about $44,000, right? Yeah. So with that $44,000 and the statistic came out that the average household is now paying $450 more a month for the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Not getting anything more.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? So that That's is awful. just cutting your money so deep. Like it is getting increasingly difficult to live in America. And this administration's like, what if we just lie to people? Because yeah. it's obvious that they've wanted to... Cripple America's energy independence. That's that was their day one goal. They've accomplished that, and they're they're trying to find any excuse other than themselves for the to lie to the public for why this is happening to them. Like when 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 he when when John Kerry says we don't need uh, more oil and gas, uh, who's gonna solve this problem then? <laughs> like, like what like, does
0: that even mean? Wh-
1: is everyone's <laughs> gas tank just gonna get magically filled? And then their solution of okay, we're going to tax these oil and gas companies, like. The oil and gas companies are going to be like, okay, out of the goodness of our heart, we're going to pay it. No, it goes straight to the consumer. Like, right. yeah. So they're going to raise gas prices even more because that's been their plan. That's yeah. their plan.
4: Ah, uh, yikes! Um, so you know, off the top here, we got to thank the listeners. We yeah. had a big week last week. We didn't get to it because uh, we had Chris Christie in studio for the Tuesday episode but big shout out to the listeners we had a huge week went to number one yeah that's yet so again great. beating Pod Save America gosh yeah. I
0: love beating Pod Save America <laughs> it's, it's so good. nothing good. makes me happier and
4: I yeah. mean you
1: think about it, they have like a staff of like 150 people like full, <laughs> they're full-time jobs yeah we, we yeah. sort of just do this for fun we, yeah. yeah we do this for the people <laughs> they do this for the VCs are funding them yeah that's right um and also a lot of great feedback on
4: the Christie episode that was a ball
1: yeah I mean He he basically showed up and was like, okay, just hit the record button. Right. And we're like, okay. I mean, typically, you know, a person would be like, all right, I can't talk about this. He's like, let's go. Well,
4: it's, uh, it's, you know, and I've said this a lot, you know, when people talk about the podcast and they're like, you know, what's it like? And I was like, well, it's a lot different than our day job because, you know, when you you, you work in politics or you're an operative or whatever, you know, your your thought is always like minimize the controversy, Mm -hmm. like. You know, but so like,
0: buttoned up So buttoned up On Talking Points right, all day right. Never stray from anything Right, yeah. right,
4: right And now this show It's like No, come on Give me the good yeah, stuff give me the, give me the good it's stuff It's
0: almost nerve-wracking As a political person To see another totally. political person Be that open Right As like a former press person I'm like oh gosh, I don't know about that. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's right? a lot
4: of fun. It's a lot of fun. Hey, if anybody who uh, Chris Christie took shots at wants to come on the pod, uh, you can come and have, uh, have your own. That's free, what I'm saying. Freewheeling <laughs> session. Yeah. <laughs> Help you more listeners. Every Republican is welcome. Yes. <laughs> oh, so uh, we got to hit uh, the primaries last night and a little, little election and, you know, obviously a little gambling recap on predictive. Yeah. Um, Smug, how'd you
1: do? So, so we had this discussion last night where everyone was like, I don't know, if it, was, it was like 11 p.m. or something, and people were like, how the hell are you still awake? Uh, one of our friends, Whitlock, was 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 asking, and, and I said, dude, it's election night. If it's election night, I'm out there rolling the dice till the races are called. It's
4: just fun. Predict It's just fun. You watch the markets go up and down, results come in, things change. You can get your free $20, by the way, predictit.org, backslash promo, backslash ruthless. 20. Join
1: us in the fun. I had a great time. Yeah, and shout out to my friends in Nevada. Yeah. Who were giving because everyone knew, I I mean, yes you guys worked hard. Everyone knew how that Laxalt race (laughs) was going. Yeah,
0: you guys worked hard. No big. (laughs) He
1: he was endorsed by Trump. He was endorsed by DeSantis. Yeah. Great candidate. Of course he's going to win. So there wasn't much action happening there. So what I like to do is find all the crazy races, right? Yeah. Like the market is swinging like up and down. I I like finding the madman stuff. And this race in Nevada 1, like, I don't even remember the name of the candidates, dude. Like, I don't even remember the name of the candidates. It was just about, let's just watch these numbers fly, and that's where I'm putting my money. Right. Well,
4: especially where you've got a race, you know, where there's, um, you know, more than two main candidates. Yeah. Right? And, like, anything can really happen and in congressional
1: that size in a primary where the turnout is going to be lower than a general. Like, who knows? So, I have some actual interesting information about that race. Um, I can't even remember the names, but I was reading up on it. And apparently the guy who won, his name is almost exactly the same as this guy who had been like an elected Republican in Nevada for a while and was like highly respected. And that some voters might have thought, Oh, it's that guy. <laughs> this was mistaken the, identity? Yeah. This was in the in Nevada one. Nevada one. Yeah. So so that was Serrano. Yep. And
4: then uh what was the other what were the other two main candidates? That's the one I'm gonna pull this up right now.
1: I mean, it was the best race. But you if had people. this is the outcome that like I made money because Mark Robertson. Robertson, yeah, and uh, David Brog Brog yeah, Brog, anyway. and and then and and Serrano, and so Serrano was number one. She was at like eighty percent, yeah, and predict it. And then my folks in Nevada were like, "Dude, that's super overpriced." You know, I don't think I don't think she put up any ads. She didn't go on TV. She didn't send out mail or something. And they were just extremely... They're like, if there's going to be a shock, it's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, dude, this is free money. And I I never say no to free money. I I went unpredicted. I just hammered the hell out of that. Yeah. Made out like a bandit. But apparently the story is a lot of voters may have been confused and just thought the guy who won, (laughs) they're like, name is is very much like this guy who I voted for 20 years You know what reminds me of? Do
4: you guys remember that South Carolina primary, like a few cycles back? Mark Green or something. Al Green. Al Green. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and they they thought he was the singer, uh, the Democrat who won the primary, and he's just this regular guy who like
1: spent no money. He, he spent oh like zero dollars on on his campaign whatsoever, and he just he still ended up winning. And they yeah. interviewed him the day after. I remember the interview because they you know the news vans showed up, and he's just like standing in the garage of his house.
0: Listen, and I like,
1: that. are you a serious candidate? He's like, yes.
0: I, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I just garage. love that you have people on the ground in Nevada giving you. Hey, Gambling. Every, for all the I people just, everywhere. Yeah.
1: If you can get me those numbers yeah. on the ground before those
2: exit polls drop. I think that's the best part of story. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so, um, so,
4: some other news out of the, the primaries and a big one, a big win for the program uh, and for conservatives everywhere. Uh, the Rio Grande runs red. This, this was huge news. Yeah. yeah. Longtime Texas Democratic House district goes GOP after a friend of the program, Myra Flores, wins special election.
0: So exciting.
4: I mean, this is not just a, uh, you know, Democrat district. This is a a district that's like 85% Hispanic. Mm -hmm. This is a border
1: district in South Texas.
4: Yeah. And the Republican won.
0: It's amazing.
4: It's amazing.
1: I mean, I think this is going to be a huge story, and this is going to be a big narrative going forward is, oh, my goodness, Latino voters are now voting Republican. And the problem, I think, is so for, for the past, like, Decade. The whole game plan for Democrats is like, how can we be as woke as possible? How can we splinter the electorate? How can we, you know, divide people as much as possible? Hey, listen, like AOC even goes on Instagram. She's like, Latinos don't want to be called Latinx. You call them Latinx. That's what you do, right? (laughs) So like right now. Latino voters don't want to be called Latinx. They want to know why groceries are costing more, gas is costing more. Right. They have the same
0: problems as every everybody, other American. It turns out everybody just wants to have a normal, happy life. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, just, It's not that confusing. <laughs> right. And, but it is wonderful to watch the Democrats implode about it.
4: Uh, m- more from the New York Post here. Flores, who will be the first Mexican-born congresswoman, garnered 51% of the vote to top. Dan Sanchez, who received 43% of the vote with all precincts reporting. Uh, Flores declared victory at her election party in San Benito uh, the Texas Tribune reported quote for over a hundred years we have been taken for granted she told supporters according to the report I will show you what real representation looks like I will represent all people
0: what a baller yeah baller. Gosh, just so great complete baller yes uh,
4: and she was on the show uh, if you go back and listen to to that episode I know we we quote tweeted it recently so you should be able to find it on, on a Ruthless podcast uh, Twitter account Um also, very notable here, uh, Elon Musk uh, revealed that he voted for Myra Flores in his first ever Republican vote in a
1: Texas primary. Believe that?
0: That's amazing. It's basic.
4: Okay. Red
0: wave. Red wave a coming.
1: So I, well, while we've been talking, I went and did the fact check on this. This is from uh, RRH Elections on Twitter. So the winner of Nevada won. Oh, my gosh. Which, <laughs> I, I have to find it. I have to find it or else it'll drive me crazy. Smug. So the winner was Mark Robertson who got 30% of the vote, right? And then RRH Elections had this tweet. He says, Michael Roberson was one of the most powerful, well-known Nevada Republicans last decade. His name happens to be fairly similar to Mark Robertson's wow. and could be confused for it. That's what that's what people are talking about. That's amazing. <laughs> I love elections so much. Like, how has there not been betting on this throughout all of history? <laughs> oh, incredible stuff.
0: Okay, well, it's also amazing that Elon voted as a Republican, for the first time in this race, yeah, and we'd I love to see it. We he just to tweeted it.
1: today, I believe, when folks were asking like, "What are your thoughts about the next presidential?" And he was like, "I like Desantis."
0: Yeah, like okay.
1: This is
4: this is what the <laughs> left does. Get yours, Elon. Like, I, what I can't tell with him is how much of it is him being one hundred percent serious. How much of it is like half serious, half trolling? Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. He like smug. he yeah. wants to see the reaction. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's when the place the you got to be. <laughs> yeah. well, people
1: don't know what
4: the <laughs> hell you mean. <laughs> yeah. Believe it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, great observation, Hollywood <laughs> hen. Um, our next topic here, and we, we sort of led it here in the program, uh, the Biden economy just keeps getting worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, gas prices. So uh, Secretary Granholm, uh, Biden Energy Secretary, And it's high gas prices are, quote, a very compelling case to buy an electric vehicle,
1: which is so insane. Just a very compelling case. It really tells you how these folks have zero interactions with with the world outside of D.C., where they don't know about how for the past two years, the price of a used car has basically been the price of a new car. Yeah. And again, like when I touch on that, the median income in America is forty four thousand, and and the Tesla that what's her name uh, Stabenow, the yeah Debbie from Michigan, Stabenow, when she's like, oh, you know, I just drove my electric car and I didn't look at any gas prices. That's sixty thousand. <laughs> so you, so they're like, listen, spend fifty percent more than you make in a year, buy an electric car, and everything's yeah, right. fine. It really makes sense. Right. It's just
4: it, absolutely incredible, right? And the thing I love about that Stabenow thing, and we sort of talked about it already, but. Uh, She's like, well, I didn't have to worry about gas prices. It's like, yeah, I don't have to worry about how my food's grown when I go to the grocery store, but I still care. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know? (laughs) She's like, honestly, it just doesn't concern me. (laughs) I'm an (laughs) elected official. Why do I care what people (laughs) are going through? (laughs) (laughs) That's awful.
4: Oh, so Biden now. He's uh, he's hitting out at at big oil. Yeah. Uh, President Biden... Uh, warned ceos of the nation's largest oil companies on wednesday he's considering invoking emergency powers to boost u.s refinery output biden's direct engagement with the oil giants is part of an ongoing white house effort to tame fuel prices despite limited options and cast oil companies is
1: responsible for consumers high bills and
4: this
0: is is so insane so there's can, can you break that down for me so okay Emergency powers to boost refinery output. So what? He just gets to use, say something, and then all of a sudden they he, can. He's
4: not going to do anything. Right?
0: Okay. So so what's even the what's even the point of all of the, this?
4: The point is to to get out from under the blame himself. Yeah. Okay. And he's but has, nothing's
0: actually going to change.
4: Nothing's going to change, and we have a a a a. a media that is either uh completely compromised and wants to help him yes. or is willfully yeah. ignorant about how things work uh but no both
1: my guess, is, <laughs> my guess would be both because the thing is, is the approach that this white house has taken is as opposed to they're like listen we can either fix the problem which we caused or we can just try messaging it away right? right yeah and they're shooting for messaging it away where they're like biden's gonna come out and be like oh you know we're gonna we're gonna go after these oil companies and i think you know governor Christie had a great point where he was like Oh, they said that, like, they are allowing all these leases, but they're not allowing permits. So they're not allowing American companies to actually get the oil because they're not given the permit to drill for it. Right. And now what's he going to do? He's going to be like oh, uh, drill harder, refine more. Yeah, right. And like the oil like, oh, shit, we didn't think about that. We're trying to make money out here. It yeah. didn't occur to
4: us to make as much money as possible. It, it, there's sort of some cognitive dissonance there, right? Because it's like, oh, they're gouging them with these high prices. Look, if they're gouging them with these high prices and they're doing why wouldn't they want to produce more and make more money? Yeah.
1: I mean, the thing is there's just – it goes back to there is a fundamental lack of understanding of economics On This team that they have in place where I mean so uh, example is Janet Young's very highly respected at the Fed followed Ben Bernanke who did a masterful job getting us out of the uh, 2008 crash and the fact that she has to like back channel and be like hey guys I was kind of against that like big spending (laughs) bill because anyone who actually tries to adhere to the facts and find solutions gets muzzled Hmm. because they're like no we do not listen to facts we're here because of you know our donors want to make themselves feel better, like they're saving the planet by taking a private jet to Davos. We can't drill here in America. Meanwhile, Joe Biden's going to fly. He said uh, he's going to make Saudi Arabia pariah, yeah. right? Yeah, I saw that. And now he's going to go he beg, go him beg for him.
4: oil. Yeah, he's going to go beg them, which is which is just hysterical. They can't really get their message straight here on on oil production. Uh, the Free Beacon has an article here. Um, you know, contrary to White House claims, domestic oil production was far higher under President Trump. In fact, domestic oil production was higher in November of last year than in March, a month after Russia (laughs) invaded Ukraine. Yeah.
1: And that's why you start seeing those gas spikes is when, as Governor Christie mentioned, when they started clamping down on permits, where they were letting them expire, when they're telling domestic American energy companies, stop. We're just going to get it from Venezuela and we're going to get it from (laughs) Saudi Arabia. This makes a lot more sense. We don't want to create jobs here. We don't want Heaven Americans forbid. to be making money. Yeah. Right. We've got to get it from Venezuela and
4: from Saudi Arabia. And it's what uh, Christie said it on, on the Tuesday episode. He's like, look, you know, a barrel of oil made in Russia is far, far dirtier yep. than one well, in, we can make here. in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, so for if you believed on, on their face that, that they were, you know, what they really cared about was this, you know, um, Green New Deal
1: uh, then you would at least want to produce it here in the United States, and that's the thing. Is so y- you think about this whole like Russia-Ukraine situation, and the reason, and I brought this up. So ever since the sanctions were put in place by the Biden administration, the ruble has completely recovered. Hmm. When 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 the administration stated their goal was to cripple the Russian economy, why they can't accomplish that is because we still got to buy their oil. Yeah, we still the, as long as America is crippled as an energy producer. And is no longer energy independent. I mean, it was a night and day difference. You, you look back at, at the wars we've had in the Middle East. You look at all all that this country has gone through, and we achieved energy independence, which I mean is just an, a huge accomplishment for a country to have. Right. And then for them on day one to focus on crippling that, to cripple the livelihoods of so many Americans, like uh, uh, North Dakota, South. All mm-hmm. these well-paying jobs were created for yeah. Americans here. We had energy independence, and the Biden administration purposefully. Cripples that on day one and says, you know what, Uh, we're going to save the planet by making sure Americans can't have jobs and 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 American companies can't produce energy domestically adhering to EPA regulations, which are far stricter than anything Russia or Venezuela adhere to, let alone what all these countries are up to.
4: Other than that, the the free beacon uh, here from that article says domestic oil production under Biden has yet to come close to pre pandemic levels Mm -hmm. reaching under the prior administration. Uh, And now gas prices are over five dollars nationwide, which is is insane.
1: So I I don't drive that much. When I was out in Denver with a rental car, when you fill up that tank, it's insane. It is insane. Like you think of all you could buy for that money. right? right, And then people who drive the like 90 percent of Americans who drive to their job and drive home every day, they drop off the kids. This is just the way of life for America and for this administration to be so deaf to the needs of 90% Ninety percent of Americans is unbelievable, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, why
4: you know things expensive at the grocery store? Well, how do the hell do you think it got there? It got there on a truck, and that yeah, truck right. runs on gas, right. you know. Or like,
0: also interconnected. You yeah.
4: know, if 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 you live in a major metropolitan area and you live close to work, and you don't drive that much. Maybe you don't think about it mm-hmm. as much. But if you're like you know a rural, rural American who has mm-hmm. to drive twenty miles to get anywhere, that you, to do everything you got to do, or to you know work on your you know your job. Uh, This matters a hell of a lot. Yeah.
0: It's almost like like Libs shouldn't be in leadership positions. Right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. So uh, I think the average commute for an American is somewhere between 30 and 40 minutes, right? So that's gas being burned there and back that they have to pay for. This administration doesn't care that they're having to pay that. Number two, I think a part of the problem is that Libs think that like, oh, well, uh, anytime I'm hungry, I just use an app. And food magically yeah. appears at my door. I right. make sure, you know, they don't knock. I want the guy in a mask and I want him to walk away before yeah, I just have to drop open it. the door. You know just what I mean? Like, door. that's the thing is they think food just magically that appears. That is sort of yeah, nice. That is. <laughs> that is sort of nice, though. I got I to gotta be honest. I like when they just drop it and go yeah, away. Yeah, no, me too. Me You too. know? Um, the dash part of it all it's just you know but i think i think that's an important thing like when you bring up rural americans like uh the the group that i went out to uh sun valley and did the like fishing and 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 shooting excursion is they said that there's become a great disconnect in people's lives from how any of it happens from a basic level they're disconnected to how they get their food Mm yeah and and the connection that we have in that cycle that This is what happens is you get a group of there's become a class of people in this country who are completely disconnected from and insulated from any of these problems that the majority of Americans face. And sadly for us, these are the folks who are making policy for all of us. So it isn't just
4: gas prices, though, Smug, Uh, U.S. inflation. And this is from a tweet from Lucas Tomlinson. I'm just going to read starting from January 2021. Just listen to this. Yeah. One point four percent. 1.7, 2.6, 4.2, 1.7, 2.6, 4.2, 5. So this is in, in, in May, it's 5? <laughs> yeah, Five point four, then it's five point four again. Five point three, five point four, six point two, six point eight seven.
1: And then this is great because like November, December of last November, when it hit six point eight, this is when when the administration first starts saying it's transitory. Yeah, right.
4: Like last <laughs> summer, they're like this after is made they up. To, after they told you that you saved sixteen cents on yeah. your Fourth oh, of gosh. July. Unbelievable. So then January twenty twenty two, it starts off at uh, seven point five. Then 7.9, 8.5, 8.3, 8.6. Yeah. And, and now you got you got the Fed wanting to raise rates and they can't raise them fast enough to, to get this
1: under control. And we're probably gonna have stagflation. So, so I was I'm I'm very excited to talk about this uh this segment. I I hate the effects that it's having, but for the past couple weeks, there's been this like large contingent of 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 finance folks. Uh you saw Krugman, all of them coming out and being like it's so stupid. Why are these people talking about inflation? Listen, our economy is going great. Inflation looks like it's going to be transitory. Like they were already taking yeah. a victory lap. Yeah. And then this CPI number comes in hot. The hottest it's been in 40 years at 8.6%. And then you see a number of things happen. Treasury rates spike. Yeah. So the, uh, U.S. Treasury rates, which is what the government borrows at, has spiked. I think the 10 years at like three and a half. It's higher and than we've ex- seen in a long time. To explain
4: time. it to people, people would invest in that as a safe harbor against totally. a recession.
1: And then you have um, – uh, you look at housing mortgage rates, right? So yeah. when the Fed is trying to rein in money – so originally it was like 50 bips were, uh, basis points that are going to go up on a raise. Now they're talking 75. 75, yeah. And mortgage rates hit 6%. Mm. They yeah. were, what six six months ago they were like 3%? Right, yeah. right. they're like three percent right right they're I mean pretty much doubled and the thing is like interest compounds so you're you have to think about the actual living costs for people who now buy a house it's gonna be significantly more expensive to have a roof over your head yeah. and then you add in groceries then you add in gas this is this this administration is creating basically an economic time bomb well so I mean what they're talking about now is
4: cushioning the fall right that if they can raise these rates in the right way, then you'll you'll cool off the overheated parts of the economy, and we won't plunge into a deep recession.
1: And I mean, I mean, the the tinkering that's going on, and when you have the the the, the Fed chairman being like, I want to make this recession like as light as possible. If we have a recession, they have to say that, right? <laughs> like Americans don't already feel it when the majority in polling feel like we are currently like we already had one quarter of negative growth. The the official definition of a recession is two quarters of negative GDP growth we've already had one and polling shows the vast majority of Americans believe we're currently in a recession and this is how the administration's behaving well and it doesn't look like it's getting better anytime
4: soon here uh, wholesale prices you know so it's not just consumers wholesale prices
1: rose ten point eight percent in May near a record annual pace yeah uh, uh, so like CPIs the consumer price index is what you get those numbers of like eight and a half eight six for inflation, the PPI is what they're paying, and those costs always get passed along to the consumer.
4: Oh, that's how the yeah. economics works. That's how, it works. and cool, that's what this administration doesn't
1: know. <laughs> and it's it's just, I mean, you look at these price numbers. I, I I I can't express how how nervous I am seeing this, and the fact that I think a part of the problem is so you have people like Krugman, who has always been wrong in economics, yeah. is now embedded at the New York Times. So. All these publications, the New York Times, the Washington Post, their job in their eyes has basically become how do I help this administration? How do I push their messaging? And it's its almost like, I mean, if they were a doctor, it's like this would be almost like a criminal liability hmm. of, of malpractice where it's your job to warn the public and give the public information. And the fact that they're trying to paint a rosy picture when this administration's trying to be like, Oh, everything's gonna be fine. Actually, this is just gas companies that are gouging you. When we're heading into a very significant problem for 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 Americans who, if you own a home, if you if you buy gas, if you buy groceries, which is all of us, right? Things are about to get a lot worse. Oh stressful. Okay, well,
4: it's a little too stressful <laughs> for me, frankly. <laughs> stressful. Um, hearing and smug. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah walking, no, it's a good
0: breakdown. Walking
4: everyone through it. I think it's time uh, for something a little bit lighter. Absolutely. I think it's time for our Hollywood Hen segment. But first, ho- Hollywood Hen, you have a special guest.
0: Yes, I do. I would like to represent to everyone because she made an appearance once last year. But we have intern Kelly back for this Hollywood segment. Woo! Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Good to be back.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back. Our YouTube channel was like dead when you were yeah, here. That's
0: right. Thank it, you it, so much. It was alive and then dead. Yeah. And now it's back again. Um we have so many things to cover so i'm just
4: hold on oh yeah before before we, yeah. we get to the segment because uh, we got a little flack for the tuesday episode that we didn't play the claim to fame oh theme uh, song theme yeah song. which i tried There's not
0: funny. to take personally as the lead singer on that but it's well
4: you know yeah, i mean look ashbrook's not here <laughs> yeah, i'm like no, working I know. the board and the mic I, I know, and all I sort I of it. stuff. i feel like a dj i'm like a vici you up
0: are <laughs> so all right
4: let's hit that music
0: okay Long. It's good,
1: <laughs> yeah, but but it's so hot. It's like an Avicii. It's
4: tribute. <laughs> yeah, it's good.
0: It is.
1: It's actually the music I'm most proud of.
0: Yeah. Oh. Made. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. I'm glad it has to do with the Hollywood Hens segment.
4: Uh, so, what do you have for us first? Okay.
0: Here? So many things, but first. So, as people may or may not remember, Kelly and I were instrumental in freeing Britney. Yes. We covered the rally last year That's in right. D.C., and Definitely. so I have to kick this off with, as everyone know Britney Spears got married to sam officially
4: yeah
1: he he secured the bag as smug
0: like yeah he did sam the man apparently a very ironclad prenup where he gets nothing yeah right i mean yeah
1: you have a prenup with someone who should still be in like
0: some sort of custody don't even but the interesting notes of that obviously it was filled with famous people that attended really madonna madonna was there madonna yep they danced she said madonna fell three times selena gomez fell twice Britney, Britney herself fell once because she had, like, rose petals everywhere. So when everybody was dancing, <laughs> they were, like, sliding all over. Is there a
4: video of this anywhere? She's I
0: posted some videos on her Instagram and other things, like Paris Hilton was there. No Who, kidding. Drew, Barry, Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore yeah. was there. Um,
1: actual celebrities. Actual These celebrities are names I recognize.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, interestingly enough, none of her family was invited. There was wow. rumors that she invited her older brother, Bri- Brian, but then she came out on Instagram yesterday in a very lengthy post to be like, I did not invite my How brother. How about her sister?
1: Her sister was the good one, right?
0: <laughs> no. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Again, this troll. Classic yeah. smug. Classic you can't troll. tell if he's serious yeah.
4: or if he's trolling. But her, yeah, I mean, her I,
0: parents weren't invited. I don't invited. her. I don't, blame her. I know. And I don't then blame her at her all. Her, her mom commented on um, Instagram, I think, and was like, what did she say? Something like, um, so happy for you. Like,
2: yeah, it's, you got your, like, dream yeah, wedding. Yeah, 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 you something. got your dream
0: wedding, like, love you.
1: Dude, what has happened to society that parents are now on Instagram talking yeah. about and, their
0: kids and not invited kicking to the them out of the wedding, but, right. but only but like, commenting right, on Instagram? Right,
4: not, not just commenting on Instagram, but, like, this is part of your PR play against your daughter, daughter. who didn't invite you yes. to your wedding. Like, yes. that is, like, it's three-dimensional crazy, <laughs> yes. you know? It is. Okay, so 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 just to give our listeners some background on on this in case they don't understand what the fallout was. Like basically she was in this trustee
0: In this conservatorship yeah. for basically 13 years and she really blames her family for obviously starting Perpetuating it and keeping it, it, yeah. her there and treating her horribly while well in there. Not just like you're in this conservatorship like live your life. Like right. they would hide coffee from her. Oh. They would you know, she was in this facility for for four months. All this stuff, and like none of her family would ever help her, or anything like that. And they were basically like her abusers in and her. I feel mind. like part
2: of the problem is too, like, when her family talks about it now, they all kind of act like they didn't do anything wrong. Yes, yes. Like, I'm not saying she should forgive them all, but I feel like if they were like, well, yeah, we did this. Very good point, or at Kelly. Least admit that well i'm a firm yeah.
1: believer you should you should have a healthy relationship with your family and the way britney's gone about this of like number one she's like suing these people who are looking out for her <laughs> well, <And then> She's, <laughs> just, she's like, looking like, out for it i'm gonna have this like dramatic wedding i i didn't know she had she had, she had real stars They're yeah, big names there stars. but i heard something like uh someone tried crashing the wedding right oh
0: yeah jason alexander the her her husband who she married for 72 hours <laughs> in vegas Wow. Tried to crash her wedding. That's she awesome. married him
1: for 72 hours in Vegas. Yeah, I can't imagine that. why she would need someone to look out hey, for her. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. she's not the first person to go get married in Vegas. Pro-conservatorship. Uh-huh. I know. Smug. It's just unbelievable. Oh, um, but yeah, so no, but she um, pressed charges, and I think that guy is screwed. Because he like hopped the fence and like tried to bust up her whole wedding. I mean,
1: someone's got to secure the bag. He, I he, mean, somebody does. Good for him. He was like, it's in the air. Clearly she's out of control. Do you, Someone's going to get this money. Sam rem- the Man
4: did it. Do you remember Do you remember that show, uh, Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire? Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. Just real trash TV. Yeah.
1: Do um, <laughs> you imagine like a Britney that's Spears what this is. version of this? That's what this is. <laughs> because that's the thing is like everyone knows. I mean, okay, sure, you know, I think there should be, you know, laws and such to protect individuals who might need a conservatorship or whatever. But man, how is it not obvious to everybody? This is somebody who but needs. You got
4: help. like Sam, and you got Jason Alexander. They're like they like have to battle it out. But that's a, I,
1: I, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in the market, and I think that just shows the market was like, okay, you know, the bag's not secured; it's up in the air. This is an <laughs> oh unstable gosh. person. <laughs> Someone's trying to secure it. <laughs> it's
0: not. Sorry, we if, didn't, I, we'll I do. just like I don't even know what to it, do. It's that. like
1: here's the thing: is like 99.999% of weddings are you know very sane situations. Right. You don't have like. Uh, an ex-husband from Las does, Vegas trying well, to jump famous. the fence. She's famous.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's not like that would happen yeah. at my wedding. Nobody cares. It's like, she's famous and he wants to get his name in the press. I mean, Cra- there's different things. I there. think
4: Smug's point is crazy attracts crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think that we also forget that we're talking about a girl who was basically tortured and held yeah. captive for 13 years. So, yeah. like, maybe it takes her a second to get her baby. I mean, that's one side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Moving on to another okay. topic, and this one I'll be interested in because as our resident Zoomer, I'm not sure if Kelly w- even has a full idea of like
2: wow. the magnitude
0: of this who, is a great segment. of like who Johnny Depp is. <laughs> but I feel like we need to touch on Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because Amber Heard's doing a post-trial media blitz this yeah she's going week. full PR full PR, which I'm I'm a little unclear how and legally she's able to to say the stuff that she just got found guilty of defamation for. I don't really know how that works legally. Oh, she's like doubling down. Yeah, she's doubling down. And I'm like, you just lost your case. How can you legally re-say the things that you were just found guilty Maybe of?
4: Maybe she just wants to burn it all down. I think, Maybe she has no intention of paying. And,
0: well, I, I, I think that's probably well, true. Well, here's the thing. Is, didn't she
1: get Elon to pick up the bill for, like, she was like, I'm going to donate to this, what was it, the ACLU? And then she's like, okay, Elon, now donate to the ACLU. Yeah, and then I
0: don't think anything happened. What?
1: Yeah. So Elon had to cut the check to the ACLU. <laughs> I just, for, and, and they ghost wrote the op-ed that got her in all the trouble, right? So this is why. Okay. So I think they're both terrible people. But shout out to her for being like, "This is the all right, weirdest- you guys write this. Elon, you pay for this. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out, This man. is
0: the weird... Like, <laughs> out of all the things that we talk about, how is this the case that he's not dudes rock on? Yeah. So It's like, I'm so Team Johnny, yeah. and he's Team Amber? I mean, so, so How is that possible? So Johnny
1: Depp's a terrible person. Terrible. They're, pers-
0: both they're both terrible that's why. People. That's why I don't
1: pick a side. I, I just wish for chaos. No, you
0: picked a side. You picked Amber Heard's side 100%. Well,
1: well, here's the thing. Is most people, when when someone takes one side, when everything, you know, it's Cateris Paribus, when all things are the same, when when everyone is awful, <laughs> I root for what makes most people mad. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not
0: sure if you're going. got to go for, well, go for Amber. I just feel like it's a horror, like, for real victims of real things, can't, yeah. girls just can't go around lying all the time. Yeah. Because it's, it's this horrible precedent, and it's a horrible thing for actual victims of these things. Right. I don't know. Also, my question to Kelly was, did you know who Johnny Depp was before
2: this? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Okay, so okay, but from what yeah, from what movie? Yeah. yeah, what movies? Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay, so that's what your movies.
0: first entry to Johnny Depp.
2: Well, okay, I personally didn't watch those movies till much later, but like I just knew who he, who was, he was as a character, but then honestly like the he's in those like cologne commercials. Ah, the Dior. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like Sauvage. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it's right. Like, so I recognize him from that. Did um, so yeah. you know who
0: Amber Heard was? No idea. Because yeah. she's a no, She's a nobody. Huge, no huge star. She, I heard she just might... I, I think I saw on Daily Mail that she just got axed from Aquaman 2 after all of Did ice.
1: they get rid of her?
0: I think wow. she was saying that that wasn't true, but everybody else was like, yeah, no, she's Here, axed.
1: So here's my question. What Tom Cruise films have you seen? Top Gun. Yeah. Wait, the first one? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Which we're going to get to later. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So that's Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Then... Um, just a few more quick headlines here. I just wanted to flag for people uh, because it was tw- trending on Twitter. Um, Patricia Heaton tweeted that about Tim Allen getting fired as the voice of Buzz Lightyear because he's a conservative. And now there's the new movie Lightyear that's out right now. And there's a new voice for Buzz Lightyear. And what? it's by Chris Evans and not Tim Allen. And Tim Allen basically got axed because he's a Republican. Wait,
1: is Chris Evans, is he, is he one of the Avengers guys? or Yeah, yeah he was Captain. Captain, Wait, America. Captain
0: America. Yeah, yeah Captain America. And I was like,
1: Yeah, he
4: doesn't have enough work. Yeah,
0: was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is supposed to be like the prequel, but like Buzz Lightyear's right. origin story. You can't retcon
4: the voice, right?
0: So how how in the world can Tim Allen not do that voice? And also, it's like an animated right movie. Who cares? Who cares if he's a Republican or not?
4: You know, th- because I mean, these people like to see us miserable. I mean, like, that's they do. what they want. And they, they like, want and our and lives they like, destroyed. They just
0: want to be—they pu- just want to punish. Well, that's,
1: a, that's the greatest crime in Hollywood. Is you could have Epstein, who's run amok for like 20 years. Yeah, or Weinstein. 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 Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Epstein was probably running amok <laughs> there too. Anyways, Weinstein. big <laughs> crossover. And and uh, all these terrible people, which do horrific things, which I think you know the the Depp, Amber Heard trial shows. But the biggest crime in Hollywood is is living while well conservative. Yeah, right. They're like, right. wait a minute, buddy. We really? got to draw the line there. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Unbelievable. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to make sure that people do not go out and watch that like. Yeah. Movie well, I, we I mean, protest. I
1: canceled Disney. What is it? The Disney, Disney streaming thing? I won't, Disney Plus. I got nothing to do with those folks anymore.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, a couple more headlines. I just wanted to also let everyone know that, unfortunately, Kim Kardashian... Ruined Marilyn Monroe's dress that she wore at the Met.
1: What? It's unreal.
0: So Kim Kardashian wore um, Marilyn Monroe's dress that she sang to J. JF- Happy birthday to JFK. You know that dress, like yeah, the yeah, dress yeah. from back then, like the original dress. How could you forget it? How could and yes, and Kim Kardashian lost sixteen pounds in like two weeks to fit into that dress. Wow, which is interesting.
1: And it was the nutritionist guy in LA. I went and saw. Who oh, did that. same person. Yeah. Oh, my sister's Content. still with the guy and like. Okay. That's the guy who did it.
0: <laughs> well, anyway... postal
1: elitist smug. No, yes, no, hey, listen, when it, I just, you know, He's a good nutritionist. Shout okay, out. well, on.
0: apparently, though, there was some brouhaha about her wearing the dress to begin with because people said they were like, that's an iconic dress. Nobody should it ever be wearing seen. that dress. You know, it's it's it could be damaged. Then, lo and behold, a couple weeks later, like, like beading is missing. The crystals have fallen off. Oh. Things have gotten, like, stressed. It's just <clears throat> the dress is... Not in mint condition. Now she's getting huge blowback for wearing, and she should. Life.
1: But here, uh, so I looked into this because I was like, "This is fuck. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous." uh Apparently, like the dress is owned by like Ripley's. Believe it or not, yeah, it doesn't belong yeah. to. Which is, I mean, that is the, go. probably
0: the most ridiculous part of it all. That's like, it should be owned by like the Smithsonian. The Smithsonian or should like have that. that dress. Because I don't actually blame Kim Kardashian. Because if someone was like. Hey Amanda, you get the chance to wear Marilyn Monroe's dress at the Met. I'm not gonna say like no to that if somebody offers it to me. And, and you know what I mean? So it's like it was it, it was poorly handled on the front end. It should never have been offered. And, I don't feel like it's Kim's fault though. And, and the thing is that like
1: honestly, we all know everybody in America knows the JFK Presidential Library should make a claim on that dress and be like, come on man. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Actually, we, they, we all actually, know. Actually, they should. Yeah. Like, She's singing, and, and like that was the wildest thing. the The, the story of the dress is insane. He's got his wife right next to him. I know. it's. I, and Marilyn's like going, happy birthday to this guy. And he's like, oh, my
0: God. I have like secondary embarrassment just thinking about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, just How does just he get out of alive? I, I don't know.
4: God. Must have been so cool to be a Democrat back, back then. Back then. You know? Like you could you kill a woman in your car if you're a yeah, Kennedy. Right. So, you can cheat on your wife to, while you're president. Horrible
0: to be a girl in that orbit back right. then. Yeah.
1: So I have a like an insider scoop story about this, semi-related. So in, I guess it was in New York City where she's saying that, like, uh, uh, at, at some place. And uh, JFK was, was with his wife in, in New York City at the time. And they were staying at the Carlisle. And at the Carlisle has this, like, underground tunnel thing. And they had Marilyn coming through the underground tunnel in a separate room for JFK. Mm. That's how I mean. the library should make a claim on it. <laughs> Don't let Kim Kardashian get the, her paws on The amount, on
0: the, the lengths that people went to. I'm, right? Yes. Um, okay, so then quickly before we get into our movie reviews, I just, um, Nick Cannon is having another kid.
4: How is that possible?
0: <laughs> What's his number? Not, I think this is going to be his ninth kid. So
4: the last time uh, we talked about Nick Cannon on this show, I feel like I it was his
0: sixth or seventh Or Our whiteboard, that we should have
4: like a live count. He, he,
0: <laughs> he was having,
4: he was having... Uh, four kids in one year with two sets of twins with two different Different women. women. Incredible. So he's having another. He's having
0: another. This guy's just setting up
4: franchises.
2: (laughs) It's unbelievable. I think there's like one that is confirmed his and then one that a lady that he already has twins with. She's expecting, but they haven't confirmed that it's his. But, wow. he's but people are thinking. just speculating. Yeah. It's like yeah. eight and nine coming up. The guy's
1: prolific. When's the last time he had like an album or a TV show?
2: I don't. He's like the host of something we looked up last
0: time. I don't know what he's doing, but I can't Well, he could, be
1: a, he could be an NFL coach now. He's got a whole
4: team.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> It's just, it's remarkable. I just, I, I, it blows my mind every single time I see one of these headlines. I just can't believe it. It's like, it does leave me actually kind of speechless. Wow. I just don't even know.
1: That's amazing. Unbelievable. Nine.
0: Nine. Um, Okay, so two quick movie reviews for people. I have one do not watch. One watch, but probably everybody has already seen. Do not watch the new J-Lo documentary on Netflix. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was very excited about it. It's called Halftime, which I thought, I didn't even really see the previews. I thought it was going to be more about how she turned 50, and, like, this is in her halftime of life. She's and nifty? So, yeah. And so wow. it's going to be, like, here's how she grew up. You know, more about kind of what it's like to be a woman in your... In, was
1: Was Ben Affleck in, in this at all? He, he is. Dude, ben is
0: the man. Um, Dude's rock. And there's there's t- a touch. It, it does kind of touch on that. But it is largely about her actual halftime performance from a couple what? years ago. And so, like...
1: Did anything happen? I, I don't even remember. Her,
0: her halftime performance was, like widely panned as I remember for being way overly sexual with Shakira she oh Shakira, okay. okay now yes. I remember now I yes, remember yes but so I didn't realize this like totally went over my head so she had little girls singing in cages but oh I didn't God, realize that's at the time, for you, I didn't realize at the time that that was what it was she was trying to make a comment oh like a about political immigra- statement yes yeah. a political convers- yeah. like comment about
1: she was like, folks, kids in cages and, and Trump look at what they're up to <laughs>
0: She said she had a political awake. She had not been political. This is what the whole documentary was about. She had not been political. And then she saw under Trump the kids in cages. And then she wanted to She wanted to weave that into her. Did she get
1: corrected? What, what? No,
0: this is the best part of oh, the whole my thing. God. Is I'm watching this whole documentary. And I'm like, oh my gosh. She has no idea this started under Obama. Yeah. Zero right. idea. She thinks this whole documentary is trashing Trump. And actually it was Obama did that did this whole thing and no one corrected her it got produced and no one and you know, corrected anything about it
1: famously speaking of the number two podcast in the country so we were number one but number two was Pod Save America and yeah. I remember one of one of them because all of them worked for Obama yeah. one of them tweeted out the picture of like kids in cages and was like this is unacceptable and then a journalist was like that's taken from like a Washington Post article that happened under Obama and yeah. they're, they're right. literally the it's like, like I did it just, like, right.
4: it's like it's like the definition <laughs> of posting your own L's yes you yes.
0: know yes.
4: Oh, that's hilarious. But so this
0: whole documentary, I just, I thought it was going to be more biographical, but it was really, it ends up being this whole political commentary about, you know, immigration and Trump being awful and all of these how things. How much, mean, have, it should have been
1: in. like the Ben Affleck show.
0: He like, was only in it for it, like man, a hot second. How did do Keep it rolling. He was only in it for like a hot second. That's garbage. And also, you know, she goes in and out of just kind of, it's weird because I think she's so, I think she is like a boss in a really tough awesome like woman entrepreneur
1: you think she's like total she, girl boss
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I do think like she had these victimy moments in the documentary but it didn't even seem it seemed inauthentic to her it seemed like she was like she knew that that in this woke culture, she should right. play a victim of some sort. See, that's awful. Even though I don't think that's her actual personality. I really. Like, it was really. It was. It was a weird. Like, kinda, why does
4: she need that to be relevant? I don't know. She's J Lo. She's I been know. killing the game for twenty years,
0: and she's not a victim. And like, her whole life story is basically how she just like crushed it, right? No matter what, and it's like, yes, I mean, talk listen, about that. Don't but- talk about Trump or immigration yeah. or, a vic- or putting yourself cast yourself as a victim because like you're J-Lo and you're doing just fine
1: that's the thing like I'm really hoping there is a vibe shift and like America's getting over the whole like woke idea of everyone has to dis- be like how are you a victim and if you're not a victim you're not relevant because like her story for example like for old people she was a dancer on In Living Color yes, and now look girl. at her right like that is the that's like the right. American story. Is, I know. is pull your by your bootstraps, accomplish as much exactly. as you can. The opportunities out there, and, and, you uh. and you can
4: marry Ben Affleck. And you
1: can marry Affleck. Like you work hard enough, you could you
4: work ben. hard enough. You you get the guy who's chain smoking and eating, eating Dunkin' roll Donuts, rolling up to the
1: casino, <laughs> just <laughs> causing problems. He's like, hey hey honey, I just got a phoenix tattoo across what my back. A, what a king! i was like, <laughs> <we're laughs> king sorry Anne. <laughs>
0: Ugh, no anyway i'm just for our listeners do not watch a documentary it was a total waste of an hour and 30 minutes of my life and oh. i say that kind of as a fan it and, was it was, really and it was netflix right it was netflix yeah wonp, i mean they,
1: well th- i mean they're doing terribly like not just their stock but their whole problem is is uh people are like why why do i even subscribe to netflix like what am i watching and i think the biggest example is anyone here watch uh that uh the stranger things yeah. Uh, show. Okay. So I I think uh, I, I despise that show. I think it's goosebumps for like elderly millennials. Gosh, I mean, it, like it kind of is. We're like oh look, eighties music. Yes. And no, it's just like actually the show. Is some
4: nostalgia is good though, dude. And if it's between that and
1: like watching the fifteenth Marvel movie. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, that's you know? why I say none of the above. Yeah. Just be like me. Watch Bloomberg. Watch <laughs> Economic News and be mad. But 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 the thing is that the fact that Netflix splits that. Yeah. We're like. They, we don't want everyone to watch all 10 episodes or however many and then just cancel because like the cancellations that netflix has been oh, getting yeah it's like insane insane yeah, yeah. we're like hbo and all those streaming services are like we will release one episode a week and that that's how they're keeping people
0: yeah okay well i have just one more quick movie thing um as kelly already mentioned as a top gun watcher i know we all went and saw maverick and it was the best and i still haven't you haven't seen no. it it was so good that was after it? I watched it, I was like, I would sit here and actually rewatch it right now.
1: First Top Gun, I thought was questionable. What? what? Overrated. So I f- saw for the first time like a, a week or two ago, and I was like, all right, this is okay. This is this is, this is a right. bridge too far. Yeah. See, I can't all tell right. if you're trolling No, I was just like, all right. I, I, anyone who hasn't seen it in the past 20 years- No, I'm I rewatched you. Top
0: Gun afterwards, and it was just as amazing as it the holds first time up. I watched It definitely it.
1: holds up. It's like, you know, I, 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 I'd heard so many great things. About this film, I was like, oh, wow, this is going to be just like America crushing it. A bunch of fighter jets blowing shit up. It's going to fucking roll. Yeah, it was. And it's just like, hey... Uh, it's, you get one scene dudes are showering the next one they're all playing volleyball <laughs> and then they're back in the shower and I was well, like is this Top Gun? Like, turns, what out, turns out there are
0: women viewers as well <laughs> okay, who so, also so want to watch it's a some flick. of that. Shout out,
1: shout out Top Gun <laughs> number no, it just number covers, one chick It
0: covers both <laughs> bases. There's fighting for dudes although I like the fighting as well and yeah.
2: there's volleyball scenes for chicks. Yeah, yeah. the volleyball is my mom's favorite. See there yeah. you go. There you go. It, yeah. but, but
0: I just did want to flag two things about that. So about Maverick everyone should go see it. Although I do get a little weird about the Scientology and Tom Cruise thing. I feel yeah. a little conflicted about that. But yeah, I'm,
1: o- I'm over it. Are you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I feel like if you're not like a violent, like any religion, as long as you're not violent, causing problems for other people. Listen, I mean, a lot of people are saying they're a cult or whatever.
0: Well, well you not should, being you done should watch, to me. People you are saying, watch,
4: they're, they're very saying, litigious. They are, we are. litigious. We are, we are not saying that. Yeah, support, we are not saying that. I support, I support their right <laughs> to do it. <what> <laughs>
0: Leah, Remini's, Leah Remini's The Aftermath. You might want to look into that. She's anyway, great. Anyway, yeah but this is one of the stories about my miles teller who plays um rooster
2: like goose's son goose's son, the, goose the who the dies in the first yeah. top for all the yeah. zoomers
4: for the kelly's out there who are listening <laughs> right now
2: i resent that because i know <laughs> <laughs> that's true uh, my um, my grandma i feel like people assume that like my generation doesn't know anything and i feel like sometimes people don't and especially like younger than me but like my grandma she was like do you know what an atlas is? Uh-huh. I was like, I went to elementary school. We learned about <laughs> maths and like all I will that, say
0: that is a, that is a, uh, I feel the same way about your generation at times though too. So okay. it's good to know
2: that there are some smart yeah,
1: people good. in Gen well, Z. Oh, so I got good. a few questions. Yeah. What's, what's the last live TV show you watched?
2: Um, so my family, we actually don't have, like, streaming services. Good for wow.
1: you. So, so do this, is you okay. this is why you have such good value. This is why you're... Yeah. Parenting. Um, okay, so this explains a lot. This is why you're <laughs> Yeah, this is why you're normal. This is why Conservative Kelly, folks. a great <laughs> example of what happens. Yeah.
0: Um, okay, but Miles Teller was yeah. talking about an interaction with Tom Cruise, which was funny. He said that while they were shooting, he started to get, like, he started not feeling well, and all of a sudden he like got off a plane or uh, finished a scene and his whole body was covered in hives. Wow. And like burning crazy. So they they Mm -hmm. took him to the doctor. Turns out the guy had legitimate jet fuel running through his body that was causing him hives.
3: Fuck yeah. What?
0: Right? It's a wild story. But this is the best part. So then he goes up to Tom Cruise and Tom was like, you know, how you feeling? Like everything going okay? And he was like, yeah, like I had jet fuel running through my body. And Tom Cruise stone faces him and goes, I've had that since day one, or like something <laughs> like, like <Jeez, laughs> that. That is like, so cool. He's so, like, it was like, it was basically like, that's my baseline. You know, wow. like this is that, that's like how he I thought operate. he was being like yeah.
4: hyperbolic oh, and yeah. not literal. Yeah, yeah. Wait so so how does that happen though? Did he was he getting on?
1: He got it on a skin I or don't something? No, it must. Yeah, it must was like, like, like on see, the jump. What been, like, was that yeah. thing in the movie Threw. that made the plane? Then the first one that made the plane spin out. They were like, oh, you're, it wasn't like drafting. Like you know when you're racing cars, just like drafting where you get behind them to be close. But it was it was that thing that like caused one of the planes to spin oh. out. Like, oh, you're like not the jet stream, but they're like. In but something. it is. It's something. It's something, it's something like, like that. that. I guess, yeah. I guess that's what that kid got. It
0: was yeah. I was like. <laughs> and then And then so, so awesome. Tom is
1: like. I always got Jeff fuel. What an awesome line.
0: So anyway, you guys everyone should go see that movie if nothing else to send a message to Hollywood that we like normal non-woke.
1: You know you movies. know you know what documentary I would tell people to see? So the first Tom uh first Tom, first uh, Top Gun had Val Kilmer.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's also he's also in this one, in so, Maverick.
1: So I heard they had to use like AI
0: for, for his voice. Yeah. I don't want to give stuff away. They like yeah. They address it? Like, they, okay. they make it work, yeah. So
1: so there is a documentary, I think it's on the Amazon one. And some prime. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, after I watched the Top Gun, I'm a documentary guy. Yeah. So like, all right, Top Gun, little weird movie. All right. Afterwards, I watched the Val documentary. It's really good. Wow. He really? has a, he has his son. I believe that. I think he would have an it.
0: interesting. I think he would have an interesting story. I mean, the, story.
1: so he was like Doc Holiday and Tombstone. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. Like, the yeah. guy is oh, yeah. an icon. Yeah. Great icon. documentary. Good documentary.
0: Anyway, that's like a big Hollywood wow. wrap up. Well, Want to thank, thank you. our esteemed intern, intern Kelly. Thanks for, for coming on, me. yeah, giving your perspective.
4: Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Hollywood. Yep. Yeah, let's let's play that music one more time. <music> <music> oh, great stuff! And a, I mean, just a lot of good Hollywood news. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, it is like a backlog. There's a lot to get through.
4: Uh, speaking of backlog, uh, again, you know, with the Chris Christie in studio, we we, we missed covering uh, some news from earlier this week. And one of the things we have to cover here is the, uh, you know, gun deal that's sort of shaping up in the United States Senate right now. Um, basically, they they released this framework, uh, the Democrats, and I think 10 10 Senate Republicans are, are signed on officially or unofficially on this Um Uh, You know, coming out of the Uvalde shooting and the shooting in Buffalo, there's been a lot of, you know, people obviously clamoring for for some sort of action on Capitol Hill uh, to stop this sort of stuff from happening. So uh, that framework has a couple of planks in it here. Um, You know, number one is uh, red flag laws, one of the most significant pieces of the framework. This is from CNN. Uh, is helping states create and implement so-called red flag laws, which are aimed at keeping guns out of the hands of those who pose a threat to themselves or others. Uh, the legislation would provide significant funding to help states create new red flag laws, but the 19 states in Washington, D.C. that already have those laws on the books would be eligible for funding to improve the effectiveness. Uh, so that's number one. Uh, also, mental health and telehealth investment, closing the so-called you know boyfriend loophole, Uh, enhanced review process for buyers under 21 for guns like, you know, AR-15s, clarifying the definition of a federally licensed firearm dealer and uh, school security resources. Basically, you know, a lot of Republicans have been talking about, you know, hardening schools to make it harder for people to like, I don't know, shoot a gun
1: for 10 minutes outside and then wander in and decide to kill a bunch of kids. Yeah. And so so my my interpretation of this or or my thoughts on this is, so, I'm not with it. I think uh, whenever you have a situation where you're allowing these like red flag laws, I think a great example of looking at what happens when you allow the government to make kind of like qualitative decisions instead of like quantitative decisions based on data is uh, they tried setting up a ministry of truth where you have right. the same people will decide who is allowed to have their constitutional right, which is enshrined and it says shall not be infringed. Mm-hmm. You have the same people who, who are like, hey, you know, that Hunter Biden thing is Russian misinformation. And they shut down the New York Post, founded by Alexander Hamilton. Right. Those uh, same people can say, you know, you don't support CRT, like, you're yeah. crazy. They're like, wow, you're you're against drag queen story hour? I think you have a mental health problem and we're taking your guns. Like, th- I, I think that's a huge problem. And, and, and I think it speaks to the importance of, of having a Supreme Court is the laws should be interpreted... By the Constitution, there's a reason it was enshrined. There's a reason it's worked for hundreds of years is because these are fundamental rights an individual should have. Uh, So red flag laws to me, I think, you know, is a red flag to begin with. I do not like having bureaucrats, even if it's state by state, I don't care. I don't like an elected official being able to decide what constitutional rights an individual gets to have what i the one you know there are parts that i do like you know when it says closing the so-called boyfriend loophole i think domestic violence is a great example of the yeah. situation where okay maybe that's a situation you shouldn't have guns in the building okay that makes sense and then when they talk about hardening schools to me that makes sense because you had an example you you had you had an example of what happens when you fail to provide right. adequate security to a school where you have i mean the story continues to develop and we find out details from police officers unwilling to go in and do their job and what happens is more kids die it's and 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 i think part of the problem that needs to be addressed is the more attention that's given to these sick individuals the more it inspires others to do this if if like this guy uh, the the stories were like he was sending Instagram messages to some girl who he had no relationship with, and, yeah, and thought he could impress. He was, he was like, "Oh, I'm going to be on the news later today." Because that's the problem is right. you have a very sick individual who wants attention, and they're like, "How can I get attention?" This is this is the way. It's like there you'll create a media feeding frenzy if you do a horrific, awful thing like this. Right. So if you can prevent a horrific, awful thing like this, like having Uh, actual uh, individuals protecting schools and willing to do their jobs, it nips it at the bud. Well, you know, and I mean, I guess I could
4: support the, you know, resources for, you know, mental health and treatment and things like that. But, like, to the thing you were talking about earlier, like, you know, the woman who gets this uh, Instagram message or whatever, like, I feel like in a lot of these situations there always is some family member or friend or somebody at school or somebody in law enforcement who, like, Knew something, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Who are like he's not right or she's not right, or whatever you know. Like, oh well, but it's. I guess
1: I, and, what I'm saying is right, like and I think a lot yeah. of it does come down to the like actual common sense on an individual, right? Like, like, it cultu- like culturally,
4: culturally, we need to change totally. our attitude in this, yeah. and like people need to recognize the warning signs of people who are like.
1: Because, have he, mental deficiencies or are going through some sort of mental trauma. He apparently had, had like friends who he hadn't spoken to in a while who he like right. texted, Hey, here, here's a gun that I, I got my hands on. It, and, and they're like, What are you going to do with it? They instantly, like, you know, the hairs stand up on their neck where they're thinking, This is probably someone who shouldn't have a gun, you right. know? Like, that's when someone it like, It's kind of like the if you see something, say something situation where, like, I mean, if you text me, you're like, I bought this AR. It's like, Okay. I why know this guy's people, got why are you telling people I have an no, AR? No, but it's like I know this is someone who keeps him in a safe, you know, he's got a wife and kids at home. Now he the feds, knows how if to be responsible. The feds are listening I do not have an AR. But but you know what I mean? Like people know a responsible individual and the difference between that and someone who worries them. And you always hear about these situations where someone was worried, right, and mm-hmm. said no. I like like look, my opinion is you shouldn't have to preemptively approve like
4: Prove that to to exercise your Second Amendment rights, like like you said, it's there in the Constitution. And and my fear with some of this red flag stuff is like, a lot of stuff is preemptive, right? Like you don't get to like argue your case; they just come and they take your guns, Mm -hmm. you know. And then you can go before a judge and then be like, pretty please, can I have my guns back?
1: I mean, think about how like rich a vein it becomes for Oppo Research whenever there's a divorce proceeding going on, and. And both sides will come up with, like, these most horrific stories. Oh, and story-istic. if you don't think
4: people can be very, very mean to each other yeah, in those yeah. circumstances. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is is that's a situation where anyone can say anything and be like, how? I mean, because the amount of invective that goes on when it's right. a personal relationship, they're just trying to ruin each other's lives. They're like, oh, yeah, uh, he's got guns, and I think he's dangerous. You know, certainly there's a situation where you need to look at Actual information, which is why I support the whole idea of, like, uh, the, the boyfriend loophole, where it's like, okay, if there is documented domestic violence, there doesn't need to be a gun in the situation.
4: Right. Um, so Senator Cornyn, who's been sort of quarterbacking this whole deal uh, for the Senate Republicans. Has, has been, he
1: been on the show yet? No. I
4: don't think he has.
1: Because um, I want to know why, he, like— Is it Cornyn who is who's? Yeah, he's been sort of leading this. I'm not a fan of red flag laws. Yeah. Well, he says. So, I mean, he was on
4: Fox recently to basically push back on this. And he said, he, you know, from Fox News, Senator Cornyn defends bipartisan gun deal after conservatives criticism of proposed red flag laws. So, you know, basically what he says here is like, number one, this isn't a federal red flag law. And there are states like Florida, Indiana, that have these sorts of laws on the books And that they work relatively well is what he says, um, but um, that this wouldn't make a federal mandate to, to have red flag laws, that the states would get money in these grants and they wouldn't be forced to have a red flag law, but they could if they already do.
1: And see, that's also what worries me is when he's like okay you know x amount of dollars is going to be handed out to states and if they choose to they can use that to spend on red flag laws this Is like if there's one lesson we've learned if they uh, choose to
4: infringe on your second amendment you know you do have that ability and, and, and the
1: money that we gave out to all these states for like schools which is number one gone unspent and what are they when they do spend it what is it on it's like a crt program right to reimagine police you know what i mean like that money is going to be used if you put it in the hands of a blue state, it's gonna be used in the most insidious way possible to limit people's rights and, mm-hmm. and push, you know, whatever woke ideology that they want to. So I don't think that's an excuse. You can't yeah. be like, hey guys, you know, listen, we're gonna like leave it up to states. Uh-uh. The Constitution goes to all fifty of them. Right.
4: Well, I mean, look, this is just a framework right now. We don't I haven't actually have like legislative text, so we don't know exactly how all this is going to be written. Um, the one thing I would say in their defense is if you look at any of the polling right now, like people do want Congress to do
1: something on guns. They yeah. just do. I mean, I really do think like hardening the schools and, and, and only hiring individuals who are willing to do their jobs yeah, is, is a, a, a huge step to answering this and getting rid of the whole issue of creating an incentive for, for deranged individuals to go kill kids. Well, on a happier note, <laughs> yeah, anything to shift from that. Uh, we have a, a,
4: an elephant update. We we, <laughs> we we need to discuss the elephant update. Gosh, here. oh my god! Because uh, you know, the, the greatest thing about uh, people who listen to the podcast is when we cover a topic, especially the off-the-wall news, the animal fighting news, things like that. If they see other content out there on the internet that's sort of related to it, they always
1: I love tag us in I that. love
4: how we get tagged in all of it. It's great. So uh,
0: it really is like half of our mentions are animal things. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We we talked about in the episode with with Chris Christie about the elephant in India that had trampled the woman and then showed up at her funeral to trample her <laughs> again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, now we've got some more uh, elephant news here. This is from the New York Times. Happy the elephant isn't legally a person. Top New York court rules. An Asian elephant named Happy that has been at the Bronx Zoo for more than 40 years will remain there after New York's highest court ruled on Tuesday that she is not a person in a legal sense, and therefore not entitled to a fundamental
1: human right. What? Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I guess that's obvious. My, my opinion is so... I, I
2: guess that's obvious. Yeah. I mean,
1: I love that, you know, it's gotten to the point where at least courts can be like, okay, elephant is not person. Right. Like Wait, we, we just like, had like 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 elephants can't have red flag laws, but right. like humans can't. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we just had a confirmation for a Supreme Court justice who can't tell us what a woman is, but yeah. you know, at least New York can decide elephant is not a person. I guess that's an upside. But me personally, I never like zoos. It's just like do you get uh,
0: kind of sad for the animals? Yeah, I'm like
1: uh, so. I'll give a good example. So, a couple aquariums that I've been to is um, I went to the Atlanta Aquarium where it was basically just like a concrete block where they have like fish and tanks and then like an auditorium, which is also made of concrete with terrible chairs. And they're like, and now we will force the dolphins to perform and like do jumps and stuff. And then um, the one that I went to, uh, where was it in California? In in Northern California, that Big Little Live show. Did you ever see that show? Where was it? Oh, yeah.
0: What show? Monterey. Monterey.
1: So then I went to the Monterey Aquarium and it was basically just like, they built it onto a cliffside where like the otters and stuff were hanging out anyways. Yeah. And it's like two-way mirror so they can't even see you. You're basically just like watching the otters hang out on the cliffside. Where it's like, we're not saying, okay, otters, now you have to jump through hoops. You're just having a great time. You're saying it's a less artificial environment. Yeah, and like the animals, the animals are totally indifferent to the situation. It's not like the animals now like Okay, animal. But now at least you're in a coffee
4: block. I'm going to dance. But at least the dolphin's getting some stimulation and doing something. When I feel sort of sad. It's like when you're at the zoo and you see an animal, like, let's say it's like a cheetah or something, and he's like running the same, right, loop, right. The same loop around his yeah. enclosure you know they live yeah. every day. It's, it's they like a hamster. It's hard. like, yeah. yeah, it's sad. You know, but. On the flip side, you know, zoos obviously raise a lot of money for conservation. And, you know, I mean, I'm, sh- I'm assuming there's other. I mean, I guess honestly, to honestly, I feel zoos. like it's
1: better the way that like you can go to those Texas places and be like, if you pay enough, you can shoot the cheetah. Shoot the cheetah. Wait, it what? <laughs> yeah, there, there are places in Texas. Oh yeah, where they, they, they got these like animals and then where they got you price tags. shoot them. Yeah, they're like, all right, you, you want you want to shoot an ostrich? You can what? Shoot an ostrich? Yeah, they'll tell you the price. You go shoot the animal; it's yours. Yeah, and I think that's more what? fair than being like. No animal. You now live in concrete blocks. That's block. awful. It's too too bad we don't have
4: video on this podcast yet because Hollywood hen's face <laughs> is incredible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that
0: is one of the meanest things I've ever heard. But I mean, that's like, it's the circle of life, you know? You could. You I don't know. think shooting an ostrich is the circle of life. <laughs>
1: if you pay the price, you shoot the ostrich. And it's like, honestly, <laughs> ostrich would rather take a bullet than live in a concrete block. Like, you know, oh, its life is better
0: gosh.
1: with God than in a concrete block. Oh, well. <sighs> Uh, just just a
4: fantastic <laughs> episode, guys. <laughs> I really like this chemistry between the three of us. Yeah. Right? You yeah. know? Yeah. It, like it works really well. Mm-hmm. And 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 thanks again to, to intern yes. Kelly for joining Sweet as well. Intern
0: Kelly.
1: Hollywood hen. smug. I think we've done it. I have to say so. Myself, this was honestly one hundred percent absolute banger of an episode, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you so much to our listeners again for making this the number one show. Yes. Beating Pod Save America a huge accomplishment. Uh, So, until next time, Minions, keep the faith, hold the line, and own the libs. We'll see you on Tuesday. Stay ruthless.